Welcome to Creativity, the podcast where art and engineering collide. My name is Max Maker and this is my co-host, Jeremy S. Cook. Hey guys, today we've got a special guest and actually the first one, first person we've invited on twice, so he's, he's extra special. Please welcome our friend, Pat Regan. How are you doing, Pat? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Jeremy? Good, good. Now, um, you know, obviously the Am thing I- on it. Okay. Am I the first just am I the first guest that was invited back or just the first guest that said yes a second time? Um, both. both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, both. I mean, most most people you know, most people just can't take the uh, the hard the hard-hitting journalism that Max and I I put out there. So yeah. we thought that you if know, anybody it's, could it's you You guys it's amazing how easily we got our guests. Like everybody pretty much straight away said yes. Like Jimmy DeResta, Laura Kampf, um, they just said, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's so easy for them to just uh, sit there and talk about themselves for an hour that they love to come on. Well, e- Elon didn't reply back to us, but that's, that's probably because he didn't, we didn't get, the get Elon Musk. But we <clears throat> could pr- try to get his brother. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I guess to explain to everybody, we were talking a little bit earlier on the, uh, I guess the pre-podcast, pre-game. You know, the pre-game, and we just. Uh, Anyway, he's an. If you want to look up somebody interesting, uh, Kimball Musk, and we would love to. We'd love, especially love, to know where that hat's from. What uh, what that represents exactly? Um, what style yeah. of hat that is? What style of hat does he particularly wear? Um, <clears throat> you know, I guess, uh, I guess he's, I guess he's from South Africa, so by definition, yeah. it'd be. Jeremy, one that's can you South invite Africans. him to the next podcast? Seriously. Uh, yeah, okay, I will. That would be so cool if we don't get Elon but his brother. He, he's got nothing to do right now anyway. He's got a restaurant and it's closed down, I'm pretty sure. So He's bored, like the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, well, that, I'm not that, bored. <laughs> that, brings, that brings up a good point, though. You know, Pat, um, you know, since we had you on last time, I mean, some of your hobbies are quadcopters. Uh, generally, well, I don't, anyway, you, you said you basically you act like a retiree. So what now that everybody's kind of locked down, what are you up to these days? Well, I'm doing ex- almost exactly the same things I did before I was locked down. The most okay. fun thing I've been doing, I, I bought one of these electric unicycles. Have you seen these yet? I, you know, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen your pictures well, I know on you've Twitter. Seen me. <laughs> What's an electric unicycle? It's like, you know, you know a Segway? Yeah, I know a Segway, you know but it has two well, wheels. Unicycle is one wheel. It's true. You take a Segway. It's basically a Segway, but only one of the tires. So you have to balance left and right. It balances front to back for you. Oh, you mean that? That's how it's got a name. That thing, doesn't it? Well, there's a couple. A couple of different companies have them with different names on them. Ah, and, okay. I know Adam Savage loves his. It's like a giant, like a um, cart tire, oh, right? That's a one wheel. It, Technically, yeah, that's also a unicycle, but the one wheel is more like a skateboard where you sit with your one foot in front and one foot behind the, the tire, and that's oh, a big. That, yeah, those, those that's look a pretty big, sweet. They're they're pretty neat. The unicycle. Oh, is it like different. a Segway Nine Bot? Yes, yes. That it thing is, is just five hundred fifty euros. Uh I don't know. They've got. There's other companies that are making them now. I've got one that's even cheaper because <laughs> I wanted the. I've I've been riding this electric bike. It's not really a bike. It's more like a scooter. It's a sit-down scooter. But it's too big and heavy to put it in the car easily. And that's been, you know, 
so I only ride it here from the house. You know, I never take it anywhere. And I wanted something that was lighter and easier to carry. And these unicycles, they just have a handle on the top like a like a suitcase. You just pick them up and they're only 25 pounds or so. At least the small one I bought is only 25 pounds. So you can just <laughs> yeah, throw it in the back of the car. Yeah. yeah. So a friend I, of mine I, ordered one that'll go 40 miles an hour. It's about a $2,000 unicycle. I'm terrified of it. I can't wait until he gets it because I want to try it. But I'm not so oh. sure I want to go 40 miles an hour. That's like is 800 this... kilometers or something. It's fast. <laughs> it's... Can you crash these yeah, and then you hook can, yourself? You can hit the yes. pod with that. Mine will only go 15 miles an hour. And I've fallen off it up over 10 miles an hour. And I didn't fall. The wheel, I mean, my unicycle looks like it's been through. Uh, the, the aluminum pedals are all scuffed up. The plastic shell has scrapes and scratches all over it. But I haven't fallen down. I always land on my feet. You take a few steps. Yeah, if you fall at 15 miles an hour, you probably, you know, you just run. You know, you just, you you jump off and you run and you'll slow down and you'll be okay. But at 40 miles an hour, I don't think you can do that anymore. I think you're going to yeah, land no, on your face no, no, no. at 40 <laughs> miles an hour. So so for those that don't quite know yet, it's, and just to clarify, it's like a giant mountain bike wheel with two little pedals left and right that you stand on, right? That's exactly what it is. That's exactly yeah, okay. what it is. Yeah, so it's it's just like a wheel with two pedals and nothing else. Yep. Hmm. And I, I didn't. Know, they, I, I always saw them in videos, and I always thought they were just like prototypes or cool gimmicks. I know Toyota uh, showed them off a lot uh, in the past decade or two. They're <laughs> they're never going to be popular because they're too hard to figure out how to ride. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With my with my little bike thing. You know, every time somebody at the park says to me, oh, that's really neat. I say, well, you want to try it? And most of them just think I'm weird and say no. But, you know, about <laughs> about, you know, a third of them say, sure, I'll try it. And they're always they always get right on it. They take right off. You know, they ride a half mile away and come back and they're like, yeah, this is really cool. But the <laughs> unicycle, I've had two people try it so far. Just all they did was put their hand on their the trunk of their car, put their feet on it wobble around fall off and say nope i'm <laughs> i'm not even gonna try it it was <laughs> you know i'm worried about these things that don't have a handle like an electric scooter i really don't mind but anything that's like a skateboard or so i'm, I'm too afraid i just crash and hurt myself i have a friend who got well, I have two friends that have had electric skateboards and my biggest complaint about them is those tiny little wheels that they have yeah, you exactly, feel yeah. every bump in the road. This big mine's a fourteen-inch wheel with a rubber air-filled tire on it. You barely feel any bumps. It, it's just so smooth. But the yeah, those unit those unis. I have a unicycle. We're t I mean, those skateboards. It's just such a rough ride, in comparison. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I mean, it would be cool to drive along the coast. We, we've got like bike lanes all the way uh, around the beaches. Like yep. Between oh, the nice. beach and the next road, there's always like a promenade that you can uh, bike on and run on. And that would be awesome. But then the law here is uh, they only recently this year, they allowed um, to ride scooters, electric scooters. And you need a number plate that you, you just buy in a, I think in a bank, the banks sell them for, for 25 euros, I think for a year, but you need insurance for it. And um, yeah, they're very strict rules. And really weird rules like it's you can't ride as fast as a bike and and you kind of have to use the bike lanes but then sometimes you're not allowed to use the bike lane you have to drive on the street so it's it's really a compromise and i bet some lobbyist groups uh from the <laughs> bike industry made sure that th these were not as good as bikes and and i don't think these uh these unicycles would be allowed 
Yeah, and it's hmm. got to be rough if the speed if the the doesn't matter what the speed limits are, but if the speeds of the traffic are different. Yeah. You know, I remember. Boy, it's been twenty years since I've driven through Ohio, but the interstates in Ohio they have a different speed limit for semis. It's, it's 10 miles an hour, five or 10 miles an hour lower than cars. <laughs> and boy, is it a pain. The, the trucks are always in the way because they can't go fast. Yeah, you know, they still have to pass, but they have to pass slow. It's so stupid. You, hmm. you know, these little uh, these little cars are like Italian and they have just three wheels. Yeah. They, they, are, they are a special uh, class of cars in Europe. When they updated these laws, they thought like, well, we've got some old ones of these left on the street, so uh, we have to somehow include them. And that's quite slow anyway. So we give them a speed limit of 45 kilometers an hour. And the normal <laughs> speed limit in cities is 50 kilometers an hour. And now some people, they figured out that you can drive these with 16. You don't have to be 18 like for every other car oh. if, if it is that class. So now you can buy Fiat 500, which costs like 10, 11 grand. Uh, and then you can upgrade that and they remove one wheel and put the other <laughs> wheel in the middle of the rear. So then you've got a trike. Oh, so that's I tried conversion... to picture it with the wheel in the wrong place, though, just with one no, corner missing. Yeah. Okay. No, that conversion costs like another six grand. So then uh, your so, kids can so drive a car with 16, but just for two years. Yeah, but you only have to keep it for two years. Then you can sell it to the next kid that needs it for exactly. two years. Uh, that's There's a good a... point. Yeah, always too oh, slow. That's fantastic. I, I I didn't realize the driving age was eighteen in Germany. It's for for better or worse, it's sixteen here in the U.S., which maybe is why Germany has a bit safer roads than us. <laughs> maybe that's one reason. Yeah, but but no speed limit on the motorway. That's that's true. Yeah, I guess speaking to that on on your motorway, how do how do you handle the semi semis? I mean, because cars are going extremely fast, I assume, and the semis can't. Yeah, oh, the semis are fine. They're always on the right lane, pretty much, un unless they overtake. Uh, and the semi drivers, they're, they're pretty good. I never really have to complain about them. But what's dangerous is when you're going on the left side with like 250 kilometers an hour, and then on the right side, somebody decides to overtake a lorry, goes onto your lane with maybe just 130. So uh, wait, wait, two, it's like somebody jumping in front of your car while you go 100 kilometers an hour. You said 250 kilometers per hour. That's wow. That's 153 miles per hour in in, in actual units. So that's pretty. That's pretty yeah, impressive. It's, yeah, it's it's fast. That's, <laughs> that's that's a little bit faster than I've ever driven before. Wait. So so you 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 on a regular basis go 250 miles or kilometers per hour max? Is that yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, what, you not, have not a in my BM, hometown, but you have a BMW uh, I, I three series, right? Uh, four series now. Yeah, four series. Okay. Yeah, wow. it can go like two sixty, I think, roughly. Yeah, two sixty. But I often drive to the east of Germany, and um, well, well, yeah, the east of Germany is like your middle, <laughs> Middle East, I guess. Our, mid, our middle, middle East. No, no, the mid, the, the Midwest. Midwest. The Midwest. The Midwest. <laughs> There's nobody there, so uh, there's not a lot of traffic, so you can go really fast. Right, right. Yeah, I don't <clears throat> I feel like I might, uh, I might get into uh, dangerous territory if I try to pick out the the Middle East and the U.S. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I guess. Well, it's 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 similar, isn't it? You know, there are religious fanatics in both of these countries. Well, Healthcare isn't that good. 
Well, I, I, I don't know. So we'll lots of dust. But there would be lots of dust. I suppose I can say that without being uh, too controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel your nervousness. <laughs> I don't want to get controversial on your podcast. I would feel bad. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, but I, I will say I do have something that's uh, a little controversial to talk about, but not a more like a well, not that controversial. So, 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 Pat, as you know, you've. Uh, you have um, you and uh, Brian C. Moses. You guys have convinced me to get a FPV quadcopter. This uh, oh, I'm yeah. so excited about this. Uh, oh, I am too. But check it out. So I, I called race. <laughs> I, I called race day quads right, and they were they were you know super service. They were, they were great uh, as you as you said they would be, but they, they mailed it out from Orlando, and you know I I don't know how familiar you are with the geography in Florida, but so so Jackson. Anyway, I see the tracking. Like okay, Orlando's like two hours away. Maybe it'll be here the next day, maybe Wednesday after that. But no, no, they sent it from Orlando to Jacksonville, which is like two hours north. And then they sent it back to like the Clearwater area, which is like four hours from Jacksonville. So it's like basically like like if if Max had, had um, you know, if, if he'd, uh, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know German geography that well, but basically let's just, let's just say. <laughs> Basically, they made a t- triangle of the state to get it here, which yeah uh, isn't race day quads fault at all. But I guess I don't know if the post office is doing things a little differently these days or or what. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if that's the norm or if it's just something weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jacksonville. It said Jacksonville was their hub, but it's like really you're going to drive it two hours north just to come back south and you know southwest in yeah. the southwest of Florida. So. But you know, that's not really not that controversial, is it? But, but... no, no, it, it's really not. It really sounds like a first world problem you're describing. <laughs> so, we're, so yeah, we're starting speak... to sound like the tested podcast where they complain that they can't use their Bluetooth while they use the wireless on an airplane. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite quite the struggle. But uh, well, but yeah, know, I, I guess. I... Go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say I was I was hoping I could try it out like yesterday and then we could we could have a discussion about it, but apparently it's going to be here in the mail at some point. So I well, uh there's a good side to this and that's that you haven't lost it in the trees yet. Yeah, that's that's true. This is true. Well, we do that a, I have a stick in the car just for that. It lives <laughs> in the car. I it's always that's a big painter's pole that you can bring out to about 20 feet. So <laughs> you you live yeah. You live in a fairly, I mean, not a small town, but people people know you at this point, right? As that guy who has a quadcopter and is going around on his unicycle and whatever. A Do people... few people must. I heard, we're, you know, I've been riding, I've been riding through the park the last few days. Well, I've been bringing my wife with me. She's been riding the bike. And so she gets to tell me things <laughs> wait, wait, that people wait, say wait, after wait, wait, I wait. go by. Wait, she, so you couldn't you couldn't put her on like your back like Yoda and uh, and start and like Empire Strikes Back or maybe like... <sighs> Have a ride, Maybe somebody ride could. <laughs> We're gonna have to look for a video of this. That would be fantastic. That would be. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, not to interrupt your train of thought, but oh no, anyway. you're fine. The, but I, she did hear somebody say who was on the phone say, "There goes that guy again." <laughs> after we went past, so people, <laughs> <laughs> so people must must notice. I mean, I've been riding. I'm trying to learn how to ride the thing, so I'm riding a lot as much as I can. 
<laughs> well, but we, I'm we friendly. Have... I say hello to every, literally everybody who's walking towards me. I say hello. And some of them don't say anything. Some of them say hello. Some of them smile. Some of them seem excited. You never know. <laughs> we went by a bunch this of kids one day, and this one kid yelled. He's He's all like, Look at that guy. He's riding. And then he paused like he didn't know what to say. And then he said, he's riding on the future. So I was like, well, that's, that's all right. I'll take that. <laughs> he's a, a, man, a man of the future, Pat Regan. <laughs> like, you know, if you ever wrote, wrote, ran for office, that could be your slogan. The Pat man Regan, for the future. The From man the for future. the future. Of the future, by the future, for the future. <laughs> Yeah, so you heard it here. I mean, I guess you're so you're announcing your campaign for. I'm announcing uh, my candidacy for office. Right. For, I don't know what office, but it's for an office. The city. Yeah, you've the got city, the time for it, so. This <laughs> could be the city uh, cl- cl- clerk man or city clerk man. I mean, you could make up. Yeah, oh, make yeah, up your own title. Man. <laughs> school council. Yeah, school, school council. I mean, you don't have any kids in school, right? But why not just no. jump into that game? Do you have to? Is that a requirement? I don't think so. I mean, I think most people probably would if they, uh, you yeah. know. I bet they otherwise. have an age restriction that uh, people that are in school cannot join school council. I bet this is true too. <laughs> I bet they did that on purpose. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that was the. Um... So, so your 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 FPV quadcopter. Uh, you, you got goggles with this. Yeah, it, it came. Uh, actually, I was I was shocked. Like the whole kit, uh, less than two hundred dollars at goggles, at a FP, like a, a drone, had a, a controller, and it um, ordered an extra battery because I figured I'd probably run out of those pretty fast. And, yeah, that's know. really good. Yeah, so it's um, <clears throat> according according to Pat, the um, its predecessor, the Tiny Hawk, oh, Tiny Hawk, Tiny Hawk One, Original. is yeah. pretty awesome. So I, I'm assuming the second one will be even better. I hope. Yeah, they made a lot of good little upgrades. It has a better, a nicer camera. It has a more powerful video transmitter, so you can fly it a little farther away. It's okay. a good little. It's a good upgrade. What, what kind of range are you getting out of? Two thousand ten, when I built a drone, and I just paid a hundred uh, euros just for the the board itself. Yeah, and there was nothing else on there. No receiver. No nothing. <laughs> The first time I saw someone with an FPV quad, it was my friend Alex. He flew it around the parking lot at our makerspace. And I said, well, what do I have to do to get into this hobby? So, well, first you have to buy these $300 goggles. Then you buy <laughs> a $250 radio. Then you buy the $600 quad. And then you need batteries and a charger and you need all this. And now you could just go to, you could even go to Amazon and get that Tiny Hawk kit for 200 bucks, less than 200 bucks, And you can yeah, be flying but- the next day. Pretty it's, much, you it's know, I was, so much different. I was a little yeah. surprised. Um, I was glad you came through for me on that, Pat, because I was looking up on on uh, Amazon and even like eBay. It was very hard to find the Tiny Hawk too. But uh, Race Day Quads had them. We should, uh, man, they should like sponsor our program, I guess, or sponsor you, Pat. You know, you've they you've, should. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they really should. I wonder if they have an affiliate program. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think they, I think they, I think they owe you like two dollars or something. Well, that's the cool thing. If you have affiliate links for expensive stuff like 3D printers, uh, the commission is so much bigger. Yeah, geez. Every now that's... and then somebody buys a, a DSLR from Amazon through my links. And I'm like, yes. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody bought some garden chairs. Like I, I've got affiliate links in there for uh, my camera slider, and it's all electronics, like five or ten bucks each. And then one guy bought uh, garden furniture, and somehow I got affiliate money for that. Yeah, if you if you want well, yeah. Amazon at least, if you buy anything within twenty four hours of clicking on your from the same you get, category, you get. No, I don't think it even has to be anywhere just on anything. the site as long as you don't pick up somebody else's affiliate cookie along the way. As long oh, as that's you really good. So you gotta. Yeah, I, my dumbest blog post is about this used recliner that I bought from a guy on Craigslist and I replaced the <laughs> springs in the seat, right? Yeah, I paid like 50 bucks for this recliner. I spent 10 bucks on springs. I put it together. And that blog post in affiliate money on Amazon was making like 10 or $15 a month for years. I don't, wow. <laughs> I don't understand why. It makes no sense. It was one of my top 15 blog posts forever. I don't know why. I thought it was just a throwaway. You know, well, it kind of is. I mean, it's not a... Yeah, well, and just uh, well, let's go ahead and plug that. It's it's patshead.com. Is that is that correct? It is patshead.com. My spinning head duck. Well, don't say that. Out, no, I shouldn't say it that way. Patshead.com, like possessive, like it's my okay. head. It's your head, not any. <laughs> yeah, it's not plural. Yeah. It's not like there's more than one pat pats, and it's not the verb pat like patting. Well, well, that, it's that's an, that's interesting because you know like. You know, in legend or fiction or whatever, you might think there's like a two-headed man or a three-headed man or whatever, but you never think about a a two-bodied man with one head, you know, like two pads. No, on, you don't. Jeez, I mean, that, that poor guy. How does that work? I mean, unless you had like six arms like uh, like that guy on uh, Mortal Kombat, you know, that'd be pretty Yeah, Six arms, cool. two torsos, and... <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't get this conversation. That's no, okay. I, I, this, I don't know why you're reminding me of this, but I saw a picture on Twitter somewhere a while back that was a, a centaur in a Halloween costume where he had a horse's head over his front body and he had a fake you know mannequin sitting on his back <clears throat> riding somehow. Okay. It was... I don't know. That's not really a... Is that a two-torsoed part? Is a centaur a two-torsoed? No, a centaur two- is, is, is like a horse with a upper <laughs> a, body of a, a horse's, man. A horse's torso with the torso of a man where his neck should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I've said torso way too many times. I apologize yeah. for this. Yeah, That's but true. speaking of stupid videos, I um, recently <laughs> released Did a video. Did you watch one of, of mine? Uh, Did you watch my latest <laughs> webcast? <laughs> <laughs> I, I made a tutorial on how to fix the washing machine and it was a bit of a joke because I did it really crudely but that's generating you know a constant stream of people uh, that have broken washing machines so I think fixing something um, might be a good idea uh, to upload because you always get yeah. people on there that wouldn't normally search <clears throat> for like CNC stuff or 3D printing or FPV flying but they, they want to fix a washing machine a good, a a good friend point. of mine just told me you guys were talking about uh, Elon Musk a lot before we got started uh, <laughs> talking, you know, live here on the internet. Right. And a friend of mine, when his friend bought a Tesla Model Three, and it has all kinds of squeaks in body panels and stuff, and he mm-hmm. posed, they very professionally put together two videos on how to fix two of those squeaks, 
And as soon as they were uploaded, tens of thousands of views almost immediately. Nice. Just because everybody wants to know how to fix their squeaky Model 3. And somebody offered to bring their Model S that has squeaks, drive it three hours to get here to town so that they could fix those squeaks and document how to do it to publish a video. You know, I, I had um, heard some, I think it was like a financial podcast or something like that, but it was talking about this guy who was basically, he made like diesel, like videos on how to fix like diesel engines. And he had a shop too. And basically just that he was getting just all kinds of like business from that. Just that people knew that he could he could do it from his videos, and they didn't really want to fix it necessarily, but you know they knew that he was an authority on it from that. So I think yeah. it's I that's don't know. his resume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I get a ton of people asking me if I can build them a juice press because I built a juice press once. It's really simple, and I it, the videos gives you all the instructions, and it says it's just cost like fifteen bucks. What kind uh, of still juice could I make with that? Any juice, a fruit juice, vegetable juice. It's just can you make me a, a juice press? together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mac, Mac yeah, I charge four hundred euros for it. Thirty dollars. And even a guy from India contacted me and said, "Can you make me a juice press?" And I'm like, "You live in India. You can't be anywhere where, where there's any cheaper labor than there. Just go go out and ask anyone that does some woodworking. He will do it for you for a fraction of the cost." You will do it 10 times cheaper than the shipping alone would cost from Europe to India. So I guess you now didn't I sell want that one. Press. Yeah, you should have I, one. I guess you didn't make that sale, did you, Max? That's uh, You're out $10 or 10, no, no. 10 rupees or <laughs> rupees. That's what they this, is, this is why I don't sell anything because, you know, everything on my Tindy store says you can 3D print this yourself for 50 cents. Well, for you, 3D you know, print it yourself. Don't buy it from me. I don't want to print it. I don't want to do it. You know, you say that, but well, one thing we talked about last time was your your Kestrel drone. Wasn't that actually something you were thinking about developing? How the, how's that? How's that? I progressing? was, and I kind of decided not to. Not. I decided not to have it manufactured. I did a lot of math. I did some. You know, I don't want to say I did research. You know, I mostly heard rumors about the quantities of things being sold, and I said. I don't want to be in that market. It's not big enough. <laughs> I don't want to be competing there. It didn't make sense to me. Right. If you, if I'm you bummed out go, about that. And you, and now yeah, go, I don't know go if big you guys or go know. Home. Go bigger. Well, at least go medium. Go was, medium. <laughs> go medium or go home. And you guys probably don't know about this, but the the FAA is trying to. Well, they're going to be changing the rules on what hobbyists can do with drones. Well, I heard a, something about that, so I wanted to make sure I bought my drone before they. Uh... Before. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, let, so let us, let we us have know at least three. This. We have at least three years before the changes get in. But at the end of uh, what was it? The end of February? I don't even know what day it is today. This I'm all confused. It's Thursday, the, maybe. They had it's the March. FAA had a request for comments. Period that ended right before the coronavirus hit. And we were expecting them to say, yep, we're going to ignore all these comments and we're going to implement these new rules and forget it. But it hasn't happened yet. I guess everybody's homesick. So I guess they bought us some more time. But I guess the way the FAA rule changes work, on the day they decide the changes are going to be implemented, you have 36 months before you have to those changes go into effect. So at least we get to fly for three more years, even if they really goof things up on us. Okay, but the so idea what, what, what is... Are, what are you expect? Oh, good. Uh, yes. 
you have to have it's all about uh, remote identification they want you to have a tracker on your drone a little broadcasting little beacon to this is very dumbed down i'm not going into too much detail here i hope there that you know broadcasts your locate the location of it need, they need to know the location of where the pilot is and where the drone is and that's not too big of a deal if i had to add a little module to my existing drones i would be perfectly okay with that but the bigger problem is nothing is going to be allowed to fly under this remote id flag unless the entire drone was manufactured and sold by an approved FAA vendor. Oh, that's mm-hmm. terrible. So basically it's no really terrible. <clears throat> basically it means hobbyists are are done. Done. Yeah. Well, yeah, companies, you know, uh D, DJI DJI is against this even. But yeah, really? but they could become one of these vendors, I guess the big companies yeah, could. Yeah. They're expected to be. Yeah, well, so basically I guess, no I guess FPV. We'll see. I mean, it hasn't hasn't happened yet, right? So yeah, I'm hoping. I'm still hopeful, but you know, the biggest bummer. I shouldn't say this on the internet, uh, you know, in in a recording, but I'm going to say it anyway. People are still going to fly and have fun because nobody's ever going to know these things are the size of a large bird, right? A medium sized bird. They're not, but but, but not. But what not, happens not if you. you crush it into a car? No, but not me. No, I would never do it. But the problem is, I can't post the videos to YouTube anymore. That's part of the fun. Is doing something cool, making a video out of it, and uploading it. And now that'll be illegal. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I guess you could say that somebody else did it. Somebody else named... Uh, yeah, this is somebody that, else's footage. That, this is my that, footage from three years ago. That, that was... That, that was <laughs> Just Pat, make Pat. sure there's no newspaper in the in the video. That, that was Pat Re- Reagan, right? Not Pat Reagan. Not you. Exactly. That, that other guy. Exactly. Yeah. That's my, my twin brother. Twin. He lives in South Africa. My evil twin brother. <laughs> did Did you guys know that my parents are twins? Not with each other, I assume. <laughs> no, no, not with each other. No. But but they're both. Yeah. <laughs> Separately, in, right. independently, twins. It's well, yeah. that's that's interesting. So did did the uh, did the other twin? Did they marry each other too? Is that no, no, they didn't. That'd be that'd hmm. be even stranger. I enjoy telling people this because the reactions people have, you know, people think differently. I've he, I've had people tell me it's impossible, it's illegal. <laughs> it's why, why, why well, I knew it? I knew straight away that I shouldn't comment when you said it, so I just kept quiet. For there's nothing here I can say instead of except ah. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, why would people think it's either of those though? I mean, obviously given the situation not yeah well you don't i don't know people and sometimes people you like you guys don't say anything right away i'm assuming you know sometimes there's a face made you know as an expression like a you know confusion or you know worry or something it's, it was, it's always interesting <laughs> it was slightly confusing to begin with but then i got it and uh <laughs> and then yeah. it's really simple it makes yeah. it makes plenty of sense when you get it <laughs> Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So are they um are they fraternal twin? I mean, are they are they in their respective brothers or and or sisters? Uh, are my they fraternal? Father's, my father's you probably can't... identical. My okay. mother's not. Okay. Well, 
Not, yeah, I say probably because probably, we used yeah. to assume everybody was identical. There was a time when they just said, "Oh, they look the same; they're identical twins." But I guess the genetics oh, don't actually. You don't have to be prove yeah? that out. Yeah. Oh, okay. But if you wear the same clothes, surely you must be identical. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. I find it funny when I see adult twins that still dress the same. I think, like, wow! After all these years, they haven't got tired of dressing up same way or buying the same clothes even yeah do they do it all the time or is like are these like do they do like group halloween costumes or something or is it no just like I, I i see them walking in the street and it's like oh two twins oh they wear the same things and and they're in their 40s so you should have oh. taken a picture of this i'd like to see this yeah i, I, I bet they'd be happy yeah <laughs> well you know there's, what there's are you always doing? Be two, you're twins them, you have though. no rights <laughs> <laughs> you have no rights. Well, one of them does. One of them has rights. The other's a clone, <laughs> right? That's. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess they're both clones. Or how does it even work? I mean, I guess because they're both. They came from the same egg, kids. right? You should so know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I do know. You know parts parts of it, I guess. But that's what we pay doctors for, to deal with to deal with that stuff. That's true. I'll ask the next doctor I see. What his opinion on this is? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if you if you're rolling around in your uh, you know with your GoPro camera and and helmet on and on your um, unicycle and you just happen to see a a guy with a lab coat and a stethoscope, you can just you know that'll just be a normal interaction for him. Just ask yeah. him just how how hey how yeah, are twins? Boy, you know what? How are twins? Yeah, made? which twin is the clone? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the one that's born second, I think. That's that's how that works. Is that true? But is that uh, is that the order, though, is the first in, first out, or is it? The second clone, clone is never as good as the original. It's like with YouTube videos. When you download them and re-upload them, there's always some losses. Yeah, geez. What if they're both clones, then? What if they both have the, you know, those copying mistakes? I, I mean, I guess you could ask your parents, but they might not like that too much. They might you know, not. Just... Uh, yeah. I'll ask my father mm. about this next time I talk to him. I'll see what he thinks. <laughs> Yeah, awkward, <laughs> awkward discussions with your parents. We we Germans yeah. never have these. Well, I'll assume that's true. So good, good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We've we learned so much about different cultures here. I, I that's why I appreciate yeah. these interactions, Max. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he says different cultures, it means we learned so much about Germans. I, I, really guess that, I guess that's true. He likes to highlight the differences between the cultures. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, just uh, that's not a, not a good segue at all. But before we forget, <laughs> we should we should. Probably... Speaking of different cultures, you could have uh, used the segue segue when we he talked about a segue for a segue oh, earlier. Oh, I did. <clears throat> that would have been fantastic. That's a good yeah. idea. You but, know, those unicycles are just like half of a Segway. Half of a Segway. Yeah, but uh, speaking of that Segway, um, <laughs> we should probably give a shout out to the people who help support our show. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, first of all, old school DIY at GFC62. Thank you very much. Positive Waves. You know, he actually uh, watched my uh, live cast the other day. So thanks for that. And then Stephen Booker. Always appreciated because you were uh, first one to sponsor us, so that's that's awesome. So thank you guys all for supporting us, and thank you very much. Hope, hope you enjoy the uh, hope you're enjoying the show, and 
you know, if, if any of you are our twins, then, you know, hopefully you haven't been offended. And obviously we hope that you can ask your brother and or sister to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to tune in next time, I guess. Or maybe they do. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, are these yeah, lovely people you're reading off? Are these patrons on Patreon? Yeah, they, they are Patreon. Yeah. So, uh, how do yeah, I, wanna... how do I, <laughs> yeah, so... how do I support everything? So, so yeah, you go to uh, patreon.com and just look up the creativity podcast. Um, and then you, if you give like, uh, basically if you're, if you're in our top five um, supporters, then we give you a shout out on the air. And at this point it's actually our top, top three supporters. So and yeah, that's, it's uh, likely you become top five supporters. It's, well, it's I'm likely. very disappointed that you didn't read off your fourth supporter. I'm very, I'm very hurt. Well, there, there isn't any. I <laughs> Cause I just signed up just now. Oh yeah, well, well, Pat Pat Regan is actually uh, our uh, our newest and, and latest. Wait, wait till the money comes through, Jeremy. Oh yeah, you should wait till the money comes through. Don't they do that once a month? It doesn't happen instantly. I, I, I don't know. I just I just took a screenshot and um, you know, from earlier, so we'd have it here. And you know, I guess I guess we said if you're a supporter at the time of recording, so. You know, we've yet, to, we've yet to have the issue where somebody sub- subscribes during the recording. I mean, I guess we'll let you slide today, Pat. But Thank you. you know, I appreciate it. Because we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we really appreciate that, though. Um, so, uh, Jeremy, what have you been working on? So, uh, so yeah, I've been working on, you know, obviously I've got some some time these days. Um, um, so, one, one of my... My crazier projects. So my wife, uh, she drinks a whole lot more coffee than I do. In fact, I almost never drink coffee, but um, she likes these uh, Keurig uh, coffee makers. You know, oh, and, she hates the environment. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> and coffee. She hates coffee too. Well, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no comment on that. She, she doesn't generally listen to the podcast, but it's um. <laughs> it, anyway, so um. Her, her Keurig, or I guess our Keurig, because since we were married and share stuff, although I've used it maybe maybe five times, um, it's gotten nasty. It's gotten really nasty and just was broke. So I thought, well, I can try to repair it, and I did. I got it flowing again, you know, whatever. But then as I was repairing this, I just noticed all this nasty buildup on the on the water <clears throat> water tank, I guess. And so I'm like, look, you know, we're we're not gonna. I just can't have you drinking coffee out of this it's just so so nasty i mean it's something something i would think i would do but anyway i won't go into that but but <laughs> i'm surprised that i'm surprised she was cool with it you know what i'm saying generally mm-hmm. um, i do yeah so, so i i bought we bought a new one for her and it's, it's awesome but with the old one i didn't want to throw it away so i've been converting it to actually make it a, a plant watering plant watering device so instead of spitting out coffee now it'll spit, spit out water and you know, as you, as you mentioned, instead of, uh, you know, putting stuff in the environment, it's, it's growing plants and just, you know, now it's fulfilling its, its ultimate purpose or so I hope. That's cool. How did how you did get the, it? How do the plants feel about the boiling water? <laughs> so, <Is that> so, <laughs> so, so the cool thing is, so I put a raspberry Pi zero in there to like time it and, um, it's, it's not done yet. And, um, uh, let's see, basically it's just got a, like a motor, like a pump that pumps air in. And then it puts positive pressure through the uh, through the cooking chamber, and just pours the water out. It, it's pretty pretty cool. So um, yeah, cool thing is um, Arrow 
I'm doing that as a project for Arrow, one of my customers, arrow.com. And so that'll, I'll be able to write that up for them. So that's always nice. That's fantastic. When I, can get, I can do something cool and people, you know, pay me for it. So it's always good. Yeah. It's a really good project. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. I'm enjoying um, the sound of this. Yeah. Thanks. So yeah, it should be, it should be awesome. I, sh- I hope that I can make a video about it too. Um, and then it should be awesome once it's done. Now, what about yourself, Max? What have you been working on these days? Oh, uh, these days, uh, what have I done? I uh, finished the hydrofoil motor testing. So I know um, I've got the right prop now. So next, I just need to put everything together, the final assembly, and then uh, try it out on the water. So fingers crossed that it will work out. Oh, um, I'm, I'm so excited. Because that's something we've yeah. been talking about since we started the podcast, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It took forever. To, are we going to get to see video of it in operation? Uh, hopefully, if it if it works. Uh, I'm not sure yet if I can actually do it and if it will work, but um, that's the plan. Uh, and for that, I need now like a little cage around the prop to to protect my my feet from touching the prop. And that uh, cage needs to be that. 3D printed. And so far, I had an Ultimaker original from 2011. That was one of these wooden kits that you assemble yourself. And it, it's a good printer. It's a uh, good resolution and all of that and, and good mechanics, but it never had a heated bed. And there's a heated bed upgrade, which I wasn't able to purchase anymore because it's not being made anymore. And I thought, oh, maybe it's time for a new printer. So I looked around and um, Jeremy recommended one printer and I bought the other one, <laughs> the Prusa. <laughs> <laughs> and that arrived last week. I assembled it. And no, it's uh, absolutely fantastic. Well, that's Works awesome. so well. I did like six prints so far. Every single one came out perfect. No issues. And the quality is so good. It's amazing. I'm really it's like envious it's molded. of the yeah, I, printers. I, I, I'm a little jealous too. I, I just can't get over the way the bottom the bottom moves. It just, just bothers me for some reason. You know, cause, yeah, same here. Yeah, same but, here. but it works great. So that's what matters really, I guess. We're so talking I, about that the bed is moving instead of the uh, extruder is moving back and front, uh, back and forth. If you yeah. get what I mean. Yep. yep. Like a Prusa style printer. Like a Prusa style printer, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so oh, is that a Prusa style? Yeah. It is, yeah. Well, I my, my printer is a Prusa style printer, an i3. The, yeah, I guess the, the Mark... The Mark II, his own Mark II, is his own printer. But before he was making them, he had designs published, I guess. Hmm. Open source designs. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they all had a moving bed, pretty sure. Okay. Uh, Somebody I mean, will I... tell me I'm lying about that, though, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. The, the, I know there was a Mendel, I think, as well. Yep. Prusa Mendel. And back then, they were like the first ones that you could fully 3D print. Like the idea was that a printer prints another printer for your friend. Yeah, I think the Mendel was all, uh, all probably not all, but it was a lot of uh, all thread rods yeah, tied together, right. wasn't it? You, you printed printed one of those for somebody yeah. that you didn't want to, uh, you didn't really <laughs> like, you know, that you wanted, well, I need... I need them out of my uh, out of my way for a while so I can go do something. <laughs> Yeah, it's all it's all jokes. So don't be, you know. But uh, but so Pat, what what about you? What have you been working on these days? 
Well, you know, I was worried that I was going to forget to mention this, but oh. it feels like for almost a year we've been planning this, and I finally ordered prototypes. We've been a German friend of mine, so we've got German engineering going on here. A German friend of mine has designed us a board. It's a it's a printed circuit board with, oh, geez, I'm drawing a blank on how many LEDs. It's got rings of two rings of LEDs, these concentric rings, and there's about 90, I think it's 92 LEDs total. Wow. I hope I'm not lying about that. But the board he's designed us, it's got, I, I just sent it to PCBWay, you know, a couple of weeks ago. It's got 229 components, surface mount components, and it's, he's very worried that the prototypes aren't going to work. But we're, <laughs> we're calling it. Everything's going to be open source. The The hardware designs are going to be open. I don't know which, li whatever license he wants is what I'll end up using. But the hardware will be open source. The software will be open source. It's a, our plan is, you know, we were talking about affiliate links, affiliate marketing earlier. And it always bums me out to only get, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm just doing this to make money, but I like, I'd like to make money. That'd be nice. Mm. But yeah, like, uh, yeah I'm sick of taking three percent of a sale, right? I'd like to take, you know, whatever the pro. You know, I'd like to keep okay. all the profit, not just a slice okay. of it. But like one hundred twenty percent of the sale. One hundred twenty percent of. Oh, how do you do that? How do we do that? <laughs> I don't know. But, I think so it... I figured we should have a product, and my friend Brian and I, we have quite a few popular blog posts that are targeted at uh, various server-related DIY, do-it-yourself, homemade, in-home server stuff. He has lots of NAS builds, and I have some virtual server builds. And I thought, well, what if we had a a blinking lights thing that goes into a drive bay? You know, it takes you oh, a five-and-a-quarter-inch drive bay. That's a cool, that's a really cool idea. And the plan was originally... I, have you guys ever seen a Decatron? Decatron with a K. It's Russian. They're vacuum uh. tubes. They're high-voltage vacuum tubes from like the 60s or 50s or something. Where they, It's just a ring of LEDs. I think there's 10. They're multiples of 10. I think it's 20 or 30 LEDs in there. And they spin huh. around like a, you know, just like a... Like the little Apple logo that's the little pointer that spins when it's uh, when you're waiting. That sort of thing. <laughs> but that's all I wanted. I just wanted two... LED Decatrons. And then he said, well, what if we make them NeoPixels? Because the, the NeoPix, well, they're not Neo, the WS2812s. They came out with a new WS2812 right as we were designing this. We were going to use the five millimeter, I think they're five, four or five millimeter square LEDs. And we weren't going to be able to fit many LEDs in a five and a quarter inch bay. But then they came out with two millimeter versions of these NeoPixel LEDs. And we fit a lot, a lot of two millimeter LEDs. And, and, and these LEDs, well, they they have like a little networking chip inside, right? That you can uh, turn each of them on separately. Exactly, and it's and it's very fascinating how these actually work because you send a stream of bytes at these things, and the first one in the ring reads the bytes, takes the first packet out, and then sends the rest of the data on to the next LED. And he pull, pulls one out and sends all but that one to the next one, and they oh, go wow. down the chain. It, I can't believe so they what can if one LED is in, broken? Then you're probably in big trouble, I imagine. I imagine that's going to be bad news. I don't so, know how... I don't think we'd be able to control 200-and-something RGB LEDs. Well, it's not 200. 100 RGB LEDs 
many other ways. I don't think we'd be capable of doing it in a so, safer so just, way. Just so we're clear here, PCB way is doing the whole assembly, right? Not just the PCB. They're they're placing the yeah, two no, millimeter. Yeah, no, they're everything. Yeah, they're doing the pick and place oh, nice. and the because you know my friend said, well, we could save money, and he said, you know, when you get them, you could do the pick and place manually. You know, and so I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't think I could solder two hundred two millimeter parts. I don't think I. I mean, I'm getting pretty good at soldering, but I don't think I could. I could manage that. I mean, I wouldn't want to man. I wouldn't want to manage that. That sounds no. That sounds pretty no. horrible. But he went from. We went from. I was going to do two rings, one on the left, one on the right. Of I was picturing red LEDs, you know. But then he said, "Let's go RGB." And then he said, "Well, what if we put a ring inside a ring inside a ring? So we have three rings with, and then one pixel in the center. So we figure we could do things like clocks and you know bar graph. Well, not bar graph. You mean like I figured it would be useful for stuff like how much disk space is in use. You could light up half of a ring, you know, from." 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock would be 50% full. And you could do network speed maybe by, you know, sending a pixel around in a circle in two different, one direction, two directions, that sort of. But now we have all these LEDs. I'm terrified. I have, I have no idea what kind of cool things we're going to do now that there's four, no, that, that four sounds awesome. rings. I'm excited. I'm really and. We're using so, an ESP8266 for the microcontroller, so it'll have Wi-Fi. Oh, so you I'd don't have like to have a PC a, at all. It could be just independent if you want to. Exactly. I want to have, uh, like, I want one on my desk. I don't want it in my computer. Nice. Or I figure you can put it on a shelf or something, and it'll run. It can be run off battery. It can be run off of uh, USB power. Nice. Well, what are What are you calling this device? Let's make Whoa, sure we. That's. Plug that's smart, Jeremy, because that should have been the first thing I said. That's the <laughs> <laughs> well. We we did a lot of deliberation to come up with this name here. We can't. The, the, we're calling it Uber Lights, but with two O's instead of a U. O oh, good for you. Is that good? Because I I saw I saw a lawsuit Uber. coming in, but oh, I like that. <laughs> like no. like Uber. Ooh. <laughs> but. Ooh. If it, you know if somebody sues us and we can't use the name, that'll be okay. I'm not really married to the name. I like the device more than the name, but I'm. Still I, I, I like I like the name. I mean, I mean, it's not like the car company has the. You know, it's Uber as in the context of cars. It's not like Uber. Like, like I can patent the word, trademark the word. Like, I don't know, uh, chair. You know, that's oh, it's chair. I can't. Nobody else can use that. You know, it's like yeah, uh, like like Apple. Like Apple, exactly. I mean, I could call. <laughs> well, they probably have. Yeah, but people have gotten into trouble for using Apple outside of, outside of technology. It's. I figure whoever has the most expensive lawyers is going to win, yeah. even if it's a terrible lawsuit. And I don't want to spend any money on lawyers, so I'll just say, "Yeah, no, it's fine." <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> I have a product that that I um, that they're like three tiers, one, two, and three. And I thought I, I can't call us the one series and two series because then maybe oh, some right. lawyer at BMW is bored and they start to sue me. So I thought I'd just go with Uno Duo Trio, which is French. Oh, okay. see, I thought that was going to be Spanish. This, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought you were going Spanish on this, this, but I don't know. Uh... Either way, 
uh, now my competitors use exactly the same name for the same product that they copied. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I can't Not, do anything about it. Maybe you could sue them. I'm sure you um, got not, not really, no. <laughs> it's, well, just, it's just a name. Fair enough. He didn't get the trademark. No, I didn't no get a trademark, trademark either. But... I'm in trouble. Like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Uber. I, no, I, let's just go ahead and I just want to make sure that so the name of it is Uber. That's lights. Just, uh, Uber and I lights. think it's going to be plural, even if it's just one of them, so, because there's ooh. a lot there's a lot of LEDs on there. So I, it makes more. I I tried using it in sentences without the S on the end, and I don't like it. I was unhappy. Hmm. Well, that, that's awesome. And so I guess but hopefully uh, gonna... I get enough prototypes that I can send you guys some to try yeah, out. Got, I would if, love if, to try it out. That'd be awesome. Well, I, I would love for you to try them out. So, so I had gonna... to get 10. I wanted to get 12, but they would only let me get 10 or 15. <laughs> and 15 seemed like too many. So I don't know. I, I think, <laughs> man, I, I hope I hope next time we talk to you, you know, 200 is going to seem like too, too few. You know, I, I think. Oh, I hope so, too. I hope. Well, we don't know that they're going to work. He's never designed an electronics board before. This is going to oh. be fun. He's very nervous, and I told him, "No, it's not too bad." It's. I keep telling him, as long as the set of prototypes costs less than a thousand dollars, it's going to be. Don't worry about it. It won't. If I, I'm taking all the risk. I'm not worried. It's. It'll work or it won't. Cool. So, so you're going we'll to sell them out. on Tindy, or are you going to do like a Kickstarter, or what are you? What are you this planning? Is, I would love to be able to do a Kickstarter. I don't know. I. Are, am I allowed to talk about like uh, traffic numbers on websites and things? Is that sure? Well, I figure me and Brian get at least a thousand twelve hundred unique visits a day on NAS and server related stuff. So we have we have all, but we're not. So we kind of have a market. We have we have oh, people yeah. that would want it drop them by every day. So I figure it should be easy to sell a few hundred of them without much trouble. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking we buy a few hundred. If it works, it works. And if they sell, they sell and it's great. And then by then we'll have better software. Cause I figure, I figure we can start selling them as soon as I can get it to, you know, display some disk space and uh, network traffic stuff. It doesn't have to do use all of the you know, every ring of LEDs for something unique right away, right? Yeah, I can, yeah. I could get started and then it's a product and it's, it's, and especially I know with the ESP, we can set up over the air updates to make it a little easier. And I'd like to have the over the air updates ready to go and something working and then we can start selling it. And then as we get the software a little better, I figure the Kickstarter could be used to pay Maybe if we get that far, it'd be amazing if we can get far enough to need injection molded cases to put them on your desk or something. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, I mean, Uber, Uber Lite sounds like a fantastic, fantastic idea. So I hope you. Thank you. You know. Hope. Yeah. And you can start with uh, acrylic, a laser cut acrylic instead of injection molded. Oh, that, yeah. that, sounds, cases. that sounds even better, Pat. That. Yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. I, I'm really excited about this idea. So me too. Thank you. Know. you. Um, but when we when we started this, we uh, we got to the end of we we were ready with the electronics design right as uh, Chinese New Year started, and then I said, "Well, we have to wait to the end of Chinese New Year to order." And then China never really opened back up, 
By the time oh, I yeah. started uploading things to PCB way, it started saying the ETA was going to be 20 days and then 30 days and then 40 days. And then by the time I actually got everything finalized and all the emails were exchanged, we were up to 75 days mm. uh, to get the 10 prototypes. It's like, it's like the whole world's on Chinese New Year. It it's really like, is. It's like once a, uh, I don't know. I shouldn't make any jokes because, you know, obviously it's a, ser- it's a serious matter, you know, I hope. Hope we get through this. Hope somebody finds a cure or et cetera. <laughs> you know, you know, I mean Yeah, I'm obviously babbling on a little bit, but yeah, am I am I supposed <laughs> to bail you out? Am I <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I, I just thought about making the joke that my, my grandma died, but then and then you would say, Oh, that's terrible, well, but but then I would say, you... Well, no, she died a few years ago. Oh, because oh. I was going to ask Max, did she die? I was going to be sad. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm, I'm glad I didn't do that joke. Yeah, that would have that would have been kind of a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> yeah. So, do we want to want to wrap it up? See where we can find everybody. Is that sound good, to you guys? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are the some... boss. I'm just along I, for I the ride. I I don't mind. We can keep going. <laughs> Well, if we had any of those, yeah, well, I'm okay with whatever. So, I'd, you know, don't let me, don't let me. How, do how long do you guys aim minutes. to make your, uh, well, I, how long do you guys aim to make your episodes? Oh, we don't, uh, you don't have a plan for this. You know, it's called the creativity podcast uh, where art and engineering collide and we don't even talk about art. <laughs> That's so true. I, well, we well, talked I, it. I feel like engineering is a form of art. I, I really, really believe that. So. Yeah, and you guys talked to me about FPV freestyle quads, and that's all art on YouTube. It's like performance. Sort of. It's performance art. It's like a, it's, it's like a dance. Performance art. Yeah, yeah, there's music and everything usually. <laughs> uh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> nice. You know, I'm working on something. Uh, I Is have it something this... you can tell us about on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, my dad is getting an RV, and he wants to put a Fiat 500 uh, in the in the back of it. So I'm Inside. making it. Yeah, it, I'm I'm designing a giant drawer slide for that. Wow! How do you get it down and, to the ground? Is it a uh, ramp, well, like a ramp? Yeah, yeah. The drawer slide is at an angle, and the car has oh. to be at an angle as well. And now that, uh, yeah, I did a ton of work on this, and now I just realized it doesn't fit. There's no way it oh. will fit. Um, the, the drawer or the Fiat? Oh, the Fiat will fit, just not with the drawer. Like, it kind of has to be so low on the ground that you can't have a drawer around it. Oh. Um, See, and yeah. you know, Max, that... At my age, all I picture when you talk about this is Knight Rider and the car driving <laughs> up into the back of the truck. This is, that's that's can, essentially can you do this it. at speed like they did in the on the show? You know, just back yeah. out of there while it's going on the highway. Well, I think so. You just have to go slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's it's funny. Saw, like, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Max. Yeah, well, I, I saw one company. They did this with like a chain drive. And I thought, like, wow, this chain must be super expensive and, and oily and greasy and so on. And then I thought, um, 
I, I do differently. And then a different company, like a commercial company, they do it with a um, with like a, a gear and and one of these like it's like a linear gear. How they call it, a spur gear and a, no, a rack and pinion. Yeah, that's, okay. that's correct. Yeah, you, you know, it's like a like a long gear. It's, it's straight instead of. And I thought, no, that can't be good either. You have to be precise for that. And then uh, lead screws, they're out of the question because they have to be so long and, and really precise. They were just bind. And I, I figured now I, I just do it like, like a 3D printer slide, just with belts. You know, tooth, tooth belts, um, yeah. timing belts, and they would pull it up, back, uh, up and down. But then I realized uh, you can't get belts that are that strong enough. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a cool well, you idea. You just need though. more belts. You're not using yeah. enough belts. Yeah. So, so what I arrived now, then I thought a winch would be awesome, but a winch can only pull in one direction, not in the other. Oh, oh, go ahead. I, I don't want to steal your idea. Yeah, you have to push it, push it out. So now I'm, I'm, I'm using belts, I think, but multiple. I wanted to use a winch to make a standing desk once, and I remember puzzling out how to make the winch move the desk in both directions. Yeah. With some kind of, I forget how I did it. It was some kind of pulley system, and I think it would have worked. Yeah, with a standing mm. desk, it works because gravity pulls it back down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you're wanting to make yeah. like a, a space desk or something, you know. But, oh, yeah, gravity. I might have been using I, I don't uh, want to say but, I wasn't using gravity for sure, but I probably <laughs> was using gravity. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, know, you know, Pat, you're, you're a man of the future, yeah, so a, we don't want to like, assume that you're going to be in, on Earth. Yeah, this yeah. is true. It could be in space. A space standing desk. <laughs> this is not fresh enough on my mind for me to say to say with confidence that I didn't need gravity. Because I Yeah, I don't want to say I I'm I'm gonna be embarrassed if I'm wrong. So I'm not gonna say I didn't use gravity. It's, yeah, it's okay. Nobody... Here, here the issue is uh, gravity, I I calculated like the car and then the, the angle and all of that. Yeah, the, the the gravity is only it's two hundred kilograms pulling on the draw when it's it, it wants to slide out. That's enough, I think. But then if the slide is empty, it's just I think twenty kilograms. <clears throat> so if there's something in the way, it will just stop moving, and then you have to move it by hand, maybe. Um, yeah, none of this well, is ideal. Well, he doesn't have to. Can can he operate it manually? Like I'm picturing a U-Haul ramp. Wonder. Yeah, it's just size. The, the size is just so tiny. It has to be so compact and also so strong because of this huge, uh, like a cantilever beam. The draw is so long and sticking out so much that the forces are insane. Does but it have I calculated... to be one ramp, or can it be one per 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 wheel per side? Well, one. It... Yeah, you know, it has two... to be one ramp. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, we load, we load, I've loaded uh, cars onto trailers that have two ramps, two little ramp, one for each, uh, you know, one oh, for the left a, tire, one for point. the right tire. You just have to put them at the mm. right width so that the, mm -hmm. and on these trailers, you can move them in and out so that you can line it up with the car, depending on how wide the car is. Yeah, well, I have to think about it. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the uh, guess that's the fun and the uh, frustration of doing engineering. <laughs> Get always things oh, just yeah. don't work. But I got the manufacturer to send me uh, CAD files of the garage of that RV, which was was really nice that so they sent it to me. 
Oh yeah, that's surprising. I, I mean, that, that's see, awesome. I want to see this happen. I really yeah, want to watch too. this. Me too. I want to watch this video. Yeah, and it's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, I've and when you get your hydrofoil going, I want to find somebody in Germany to follow you with an FPV quadcopter out on the. Oh, I've got I've got the them water. sorted out. Um, the the local newspaper. I'll try to uh, make them come. <laughs> oh, that's exciting too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Max, Max is a celebrity, just like just like you are in uh, in Texas. You know, they're like, um, oh, it's, it's that there guy again. There goes that guy again. In Germany, all through Germany, they say, oh, it's that guy that with the hydrofoil that doesn't quite work. I and, was on the front page of the local newspaper, and it said, uh, "Water skiers are terrorizing um, bathing guests on the local <laughs> pond." Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> We build a, a wakeboard winch, and we use it on the local pond to to go water skiing, basically. And we stayed well clear of any people, obviously. But, but uh, somebody complained so often to the police. They came out eight times in one day, and they always said, "Well, we we can't stop them from doing this. Like, uh, we're not the water police, and it's a pond. <laughs> the water police guard. Yeah, they couldn't even come here." But they've you got, know what, what Max one is, car, but only for emergencies. They say. What Max isn't telling you is that is that while they were skiing, they had uh, airsoft guns and they were shooting all the all the bystanders <laughs> on the shore. In uh... oh, no, that, that I, I don't want to change the, the subject on you, but I have to. We learned. I got my first Nerf gun a few weeks ago. Well, what happened really? was we got Brian's. I got Brian's son a Nerf gun for his fourth birthday. And well, I figured out it was it. cool, so I got a Nerf gun and 200 rounds of ammo, <laughs> and we <laughs> and we had them here while we were racing those tiny hawk size quads around the house. And we figured out that a fun game is to shoot the little tiny quadcopters out of the sky in the house with the Nerf gun. Oh, it's nice! Very hard to do, but it's fantastic when it works. When you hit them, it's <laughs> everybody has a, everybody gets excited. I have to give my give my kids to participate in that. I'm sure they'll be happy to. You absolutely will. It's fantastic. <laughs> sounds really good. Nice. Well, um, I guess, I guess Pat. Uh, I guess you want to tell us where we can find you if we're uh, if you're interested in seeing what your exploits. I sure can't. The, you know, the best place to find me is at patshead.com because that's where I really. I really put everything. I should probably plug our other blog, butterwhat.com. Yeah. Butter what? Butter what? Butter yeah, what? it's very hard to find a domain name. And you have to say it with the question mark and the explanation, exclamation point at the end. Butter what? <laughs> exactly. How did you do that? Have you heard <laughs> us say that like that before? That's <laughs> That's I'm amazed. That's exactly the way we say it when we're goofing around. Wow. Well, 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 thank you. I, I uh I don't know what to say. I guess, I guess it's just how I, I guess. Unlike unlike your last name, that's how I heard it when it was spelled out. I, I heard this it is correctly. Fantastic! I'm very excited <laughs> about this. Nice. So uh, and yeah, I guess you have butter what you you talk about like products and stuff. And how does that? What is that? Well, all about? The, kind of the idea was. It's kind. Of, you know, I always describe <clears throat> it when I talk to people as uh, you guys ever see the Big Lebowski. Yeah, the movie. You know, you know that the dude's rug that really tied the room together. 
That's kind of what Butter What's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the blog that ties our other blogs together. Okay. And not just ours. We're hoping other people's blogs too, but it's, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hoping that when I get this FPV drone going, I can uh, do a little post for you guys and i i'm not i'm not fishing here i've already you know we've already discussed it a little bit so it's true hopefully I can, uh, and i mean and i hope that that blog post gets to tie into stuff that your content is the that's it we want to spread some of our google mojo out spread to, spread, spread the know, google spread and, the um, google juju around and of course of course when you get your your uber lights going i'm sure butter what will have a little post about that too correct? absolutely Everything awesome. will have a, all of our stuff will have posts about that because we'll be excited. You got got to <laughs> got to got to butter the uh, Uber lights up. I suppose it's true. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Now, what, what about you, Max? Where can we where can we find you these days? Oh, on YouTube, Max Maker on YouTube. That's where you find me. And on Instagram, I'm trying to post almost every day. Shut up! I didn't know you were on Instagram. I've been mm-hmm. trying to use Instagram. It's I, I still don't get what these stories are and why is there a either. separate Instagram TV? You know, I'm a millennial. I should know this stuff, but... Are you Max why, Maker why? YouTube? Is this one you? Yeah. yeah, that's me. Not the other Max Maker. There's eight of them. There's a lot. <laughs> but but he's... This one, this guy this guy we're talking to is the, is the real one. The real obviously. one. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now you're at the top of the list because I followed you, so I put you right at the top so it doesn't even matter. Oh, thank you. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, if you figure out what these stories are, let me know. Yeah, I'm afraid I, I don't to know. hit that button. I don't understand what to say into the camera. Yeah, and then it says like, "Oh, you can't post this video. It's it's ten seconds too long, so you have to post it as an Instagram TV video." And and why is this even TV? Yeah, and those show up differently somehow. Yeah, yeah. I was so mad when I had a two-minute video I posted to Twitter that I thought was short, and then Instagram didn't even... I just tried to post it as an Instagram post. They didn't tell me I couldn't post a two-minute video. They just stopped it at a minute, 60 seconds. They just <laughs> chopped it right off. <laughs> I was like, where'd the rest of it go? That was the best part. <laughs> if you think that's complicated, I, I, guess, I, I, guess I, I recently so. tried... I, I tried to set up uh, commercials, like advertisements on Instagram. And there are like a million options that you can choose on that stupid Facebook page. You have to do it over Facebook. It, it took me four hours to get it done. Was it worth really... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I get lots of traffic from that. But oh, only yeah. young people and they don't have money. Oh, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess I guess as for me, I, I do not use Instagram or Facebook, but you can find me at Jeremy S. Cook on Twitter if you like, or I'm on, on uh, YouTube as well. I'm just going by Jeremy Cook there now because, well, you know, before when you search, yeah, well, before when you search for Jeremy S. Cook, it said, "Do you mean Jeremy Cook?" and it went to somebody else. I'm like, you know what? I just can't. I can't. I was like, butter what? And. uh <laughs> I can't have that, you know? It's true. <laughs> You're right. Well, why why aren't you posting on Instagram, Jeremy? Uh, you know, honestly, it comes down to my uh, my issues with Facebook. You know, it's like if Instagram wasn't with... owned by Facebook, I might consider it. But also, there's somebody else that has the name Jeremy S. Cook there already. So, you know, well, I feel what? like... You're not supposed to have that name anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, I the guess. thing that convinced me to post the Instagram, they told me <clears throat> you the the way to do Instagram is just post a picture every day. And I said, you know, I take pictures all the time. I can post a picture every day. I can handle mm-hmm. that. I'm not but doing then, a good job of it though. Not not a lot of people like my pictures. <laughs> well, well that's okay. What, what's I'll really popular? I, them, Adis, but I, I like them. Did you hear about five minutes minute crafts? That's one channel, and and they do like yeah five minute crafts. They do like bullshit with popsicle sticks and and making some cakes and all of that. And they're part of a Russian media company, and they've got two hundred channels. And I think together they have about sixty million subscribers over these two hundred channels. Like wow. the office is littered with silver play buttons and gold play buttons and all of that. And and they just make this stuff up. They like they they, they make recipes for cakes that don't work, but they look good on camera. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they just they grab your attention on Instagram. You yeah. watch these stupid videos, you learn nothing. But but well, they're really good at what they're doing. Instagram keeps showing me these ads for sneakers that I can use to step on rusty yes! nails. Yes. And boy, yes, I really want a pair. I, th- I think that would be fantastic. What if I step on a rusty nail? I'm, and, and they I'm, drive I'm, over the foot with, with a car. They do. Yeah. Do they work? Do anybody, do you guys, have you guys tried them? <laughs> oh, I, I have not tried them. Um, I assume, I'm afraid to try them. I don't think they'll work. I'm, well, I don't want to test them. Not on purpose or by mistake. Yeah, I mean, I why are you them. why are you stepping on a rusty nail anyway? I, I feel like if I'm going to step oh, on a nail, they don't even step on a nasty rail. They like they take <laughs> a nail and they kick it down flat, basically. Yeah. In the video, they don't even do it properly. They don't stand on it and and try to push through the sole. They just push it flat. Oh well, yep. I could do that. I could do it without my with my uh, standard issue safety sandals that I wear in the in the garage. <laughs> oh, I always wear safety boots now. I, I really do. Yeah, no, that that's true. I don't, you know, you guys should wear boots or at least shoes. Yeah, and today I'll always my wear a helmet when you shopping. ride your unicycle. <laughs> right. I always have to be reminded of that, so I have to say it out loud all the time. No, I, I get you know, in big I, trouble when I go out. I'll, I'll say I didn't always wear a helmet when I was riding a bike like growing up. I Actually, I pretty much didn't ever growing up. But then started mountain biking, and that definitely saved my head from injury at least once or twice. And then, you know, now that I've got a kid, it's like, well, if I'm going to ride and want him to wear a helmet, I should probably be like a good example to him. You yeah, know, and yeah, only you dads wear helmets. Example. Yeah, you, you know, know, we do this when when new pilots fly with us. You know, when I fly by myself, I land right next to my feet, you know, so I could just bend over in my chair and pick the quadcopter up. But I don't want the new pilots to land anywhere near me. So... <laughs> So, you know, you, you want to, you don't want, if I do it, then they're going to, you know, it's kind of the monkey see monkey do, right? You want to <laughs> set a good example for sure for safety. Well, good, good for you. I'll have to remember that when I'm flying around my uh, Tiny Hawk 2. Yeah. You can't hurt yourself with the Tiny Hawk is the nice thing, but it's good to practice the safety anyway, so that when you fly something that is dangerous. Yeah. Well, hey, you what, kind of ra- what, what kind of range can you get out of those? Like, can I... Expect 100 feet, 100 yards, 100 meters. Uh, you can, I guess that's about 100 yards. That one has a... I don't know what the... That's a, big, a higher output VTX than my Tiny Hawk. And I can, my Tiny Hawk has the basic 25 milliwatt, definitely legal for by the FCC VTX. And 
I can get around anybody's house with in like inside the house. And inside's worse because there's walls and everything, right? That that's <laughs> terrible for five point eight gigahertz. Okay. But I fly my twenty five mil. I have a tiny hawk freestyle. That's the bigger tiny hawk with the same hardware on the inside. So it's and like I fly a, that like outside. Medium That'll hawk. Go. Medium hawk. Yeah, yeah. They did a bad job calling the first one the tiny hawk. I think because then, yeah, they goofed. I think. But <laughs> this one outside, I can fly at a good four or five hundred feet without too much. There's a little bit of static, but it's not. Oh, nice. It's not bad. Well, should be good. So, uh, so thank you, and you're so, going so down thank a you. Make, make sure Jeremy. you film or your not, first you. attempt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I should, I should probably do that. So, yeah, you're gonna have a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, man, it's uh, really great talking to you as always. As always, Pat. I guess, I guess, Thanks. I could say that for the first time since we're having you on. Your first repeat repeat customer. Yeah, so. he's a really good guest. You know, he doesn't Am do I any really? racist jokes. Yeah, I um, saved those for free game. I don't know that it, I did any racist jokes, but I think I might have been on the borderline, maybe. Border, borderline. Yeah, just just check out um check out Kimball Musk's shirt and hat, and just just make your own jokes to that. I didn't <laughs> even notice his shirt. I'm gonna have to go back and look now. What's well, what's up now, with I'll the shirt after? Well, it's just like a flannel shirt. I guess it's. I guess you could make jokes about that. It's a, it's a warm shirt. There's always a way to get in trouble. It's it's a very look. It's an inappropriately warm shirt when you're wearing like a like a lightweight cowboy style hat because obviously you're prepared for like a sunny, hot environment. So why are you wearing a flannel shirt? You know, you should be wearing like a cutoff t-shirt or whatever. I I gotta. You know I. Yeah, it's like when do you wear hats? Should you wear hats if if you're not on a horse? Sometimes your hat should be a helmet. I've learned it's important. Yeah, it's I mean, good, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's probably a good good a time as any to in the podcast, I guess. Yeah, and I didn't tell you guys that it's been fun talking to you guys again. I meant to, but yeah, you don't have to. It, it's okay. I guess you just did. I don't have to say hello to everybody I ride past on the bike trail, but <laughs> I do. I say hello. Like if somebody doesn't greet me back, I say next time I say really loud hello. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's why they know you as that guy in Germany. Or in uh, yeah. yeah. This this I week sometimes I yelled I at say somebody. hello to the same person three times in the same day, going in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for watching well, guys <laughs> take it easy you too you guys have a good uh good time good afternoon good afternoon Morning.